0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello,
2: Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Babuto. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers.
3: We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business.
4: Okay,
2: Caviar Dreamers, we are back. We are back with the queen of pop culture. I know. The Claude, Claudia, Claudia right? I'm the Claude. I know of the of the toast, and just everyone knows. You know we're on the Toast Network. Toast Network, hundred percent. So you know what my I hang, boss is here, real. When I, I was, <laughs> you're fired. Yes. When I hang out with you, I really find that like my Long Island accent comes out a lot. I was just watching, but my, my accent's Jersey. No, I know, but it's very similar. Similar. And I was just watching my um bat mitzvah tape from like 2007, and I didn't realize how my accent has I've definitely gotten better. I used to have such a Long Island accent, and when I hang out with you, I just find that like I lean back into it. It's nice. Back I, to my I, roots. I, I love it. And yeah. I feel like I could have birthed you, but, uh, 100%. But, but you could also boss me around like my kids do. 100%. So it's fine. I love it. And I, and I just love being with you. So I'm so happy to have you back in the studio. Same. So I just want to talk about some things since you're a queen of pop culture, you know, okay. since we're kind of business focused, we're going to talk good business, bad business, mind sure. your own business. Yep. Bullshit. Right. Yes. So like, yeah. You're coming up with some topic.
3: Yeah. You know, there's one thing that's really pissed me off this weekend and it's the Vogue cover with the supermodels mm-hmm. because obviously I, I, I'm a product of growing up under these women. They are magnificent women. Yes, Mm -hmm. and they're my age. They are, and they are The supermodels are my age. There's no shame in it. So why did Vogue not have enough staff that they had to just hit Hollywood 2 on FaceApp? It might have been Hollywood 4 even. You think?
2: I mean, I feel like that happens a lot with Vogue. They're like constantly getting caught like photoshopping. Actually, not even just Vogue. A lot of like the big Vanity Fair, they had like Reese Witherspoon. She had like eight fingers. It's so embarrassing. Like I can edit my own photos to perfection and nobody would know, but Vogue cannot. It's shocking. I know. It's like Christy Charlington. She's a gorgeous woman. You don't Mm -hmm. have to totally erase her face. No, No, Linda Evangelista. I mean, they almost
3: made Naomi Campbell white. No, and it's like, what are we saying
2: with all these edits? You know, like no one's good enough. Right. And, you know... I feel that enough on my own. I don't think I need to see it. But that's so Vogue, you know, like just doing, <laughs> just, just making just everyone, everyone bad. feel bad and doing whatever they want. And it is what it is. I know. And it's like insulting to these women. It is. It is. I, I imagine that it's not exciting for them to see them themselves reflected like that. I know. And everybody's photoshopped a little. I mean, obviously, we have to retouch photos in general. Well, you come from the Housewives universe. Yes. And the Housewives level of editing is some of the most unreal shit I've ever seen yes. in my life. It's terrible. And I just want everyone to know, everyone's like, Marge, you don't look like that in real life. Actually, everyone tells. Me, Marge, you look better in real life. You actually do. Yes. So yeah. I don't want to hear this bullshit. But the housewives like out here smoothing their babies' faces like Gretchen Rossi takes it to another level. I have seen some of the most whacked out looking photos and almost every single time it's a housewife and they're editing their dog, their children, the sunrise, their face. It's what is it about being a housewife that creates this level of psychosis when it comes to editing photos, Mark. You know what? I'm just starting to think, listen, before Housewives, I thought I was like an attractive woman. <gasps> oh! said, you know what <laughs> I mean? Right, right. Right. You know, I went on Housewives. I was like, all right, I'm attractive. I right. branded two husbands, mm-hmm. numerous boyfriends. It's not easy. I was put together. I go on this show. I was like I had to get my teeth done. Oh. You know, my teeth weren't big enough for my mouth. Right. I mean, I should have got a facelift before I went on the show. I was in a bad space then. You know, <laughs> I had It's just like there's something about the housewife spirit's like you have to be like a little level of people shame you. They people they, shame you. They, it's and, cutthroat. and it's like yeah, it's very cutthroat and there is something about housewives they take everything to the next level. Yeah, it's, does it feel like there's a level of competition, not only with the Housewives in your franchise, but also in the other universes, like where you feel like very keeping up with the Joneses, like everyone's getting facelifts, new clothes, new bags. like Is it kind of like a, an endless cycle that you have to keep I up think, with? well, no, I don't feel keeping up with the Joneses. I do feel like I would have gotten a facelift if I was on TV or not, because I'm okay. a vain bitch mm-hmm. in general. No, same. I'm waiting um, for the day to get my facelift. Oh, yeah, exactly. We're, you're on the countdown 20 a years 100%. from now. And the whole thing was, I had my eyes done before I even got on the show. I had a brow lift and my eyes done before I had gotten on the show. I always had a lot of sun, whatever it was. But I do feel like once you're on camera, you see every per- imperfection and everything else. Though I feel like housewives take it to a different level. I don't want to be homogenous. I don't want to look like everybody else. Yeah. I just want to look like a better version of myself. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of housewives fo- follow body trends. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like the buckle fat removal, yeah. the buckle fat removal, the huge, you know, butts like, yeah. you know, I don't ha- I never had a big bubble ass. So I'm not going to give myself a big bubble ass. It doesn't make sense. I think sense. you should. Like, I'm here for Marge's big bubble ass era. That would be I, a good I, era. I think it would look so ridiculous on me. I think it would just, it just doesn't make sense on my body type. Right. Well, I think it's important to know, like, what works for your body, what works yes. for your aesthetic, what works for your brand, you know? Exactly. And I am not on brand to have a big badonkadonk. donk. But I just want to say, mm-hmm. if you choose to go through with the procedure, I really think you should. I, I'd be so here for it. I would oh, support you in every I way. Le- I should lean in. 100%. Very Larsa Pippen of you. Yes, Ooh. very, I know, who denies it to the nth degree. Right. That's that's a choice, you know. I know. I and I feel like everybody should be honest about their procedures. But did yes. you like have a conscious decision when you join the show that you were going to like share stuff like that. Cause I feel like every time you show up to reunion and he's always asking questions and you're so open about it and not everyone is, is that, was that like a conscious choice? Yes, you made? of course I had to be, because I don't want to be dishonest. You don't want people to feel bad yeah. and, and be like, Oh my God, she looks good. What is it? What's going on? What right. did she have done? Of course I want to be honest because I want to share if somebody else could do it, if they want to do it. Yeah. I have to give my plastic surgeon accolades. What's the best procedure you've had done? Like that you're the happiest with like, if you could only have done one, it would have been that. Probably my facelift. Was it a mini facelift? My
3: teeth were really good too, though. They were, but I think the facelift was just so because
2: you still look like yourself. Yes, I had to do my facelift. I had to do my facelift. Second would have been my teeth. Was the facelift recovery horrible? No, the facelift recovery was not horrible at all. That's the crazy thing. It was very hard
3: for this one. No, I feel back. Yeah, Um,
2: I I have a very high tolerance for any pain, and it wasn't very painful.
3: And I feel like and she was awake. And, Ooh, was and she peed in the middle. Yeah, <gasps> I peed in the middle you of my got face. Up lift. You peed the bed.
2: No, I did not pee the bed. I, I got up in the middle of the facelift with it half hanging off it, no, with just... my face. Poly- oh, and they said, don't look in the mirror. And they must have stitched my face back on for a second. And they took me to the bathroom. Do you have to schedule any sort of procedure you want to have around your filming? Yes, yes. Well, you don't want to get a facelift in the middle of filming. Right. You don't want to look like absolute shit. But it would be good for content. It would be good for content. And I got my teeth done right before COVID with Dr. So Appa. Is that why so love. many housewives come to the reunion looking a little tweaked? Because scheduling-wise, you have a break? Yes, that's what it is. Interesting. You, you come well. You know, some people have had bad work, but that's okay. I'm not going to call them out Please today. Please do, Mark. I know, I know, no, do, no, 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 no. Um, Let's talk about this good business, bad business. My dear friend, <laughs> who I love so much, Jeff Lewis, mm-hmm. gotten mm-hmm. got himself in trouble, which I, I thought it was, I actually thought it was funny. You have to know your friends. Yeah. He called Kyle Richards it's a lesbian on no, Ozempic. Now, that Hilarious. was clearly a joke. Yeah. Clearly and a joke. Here's the thing. I don't know the extent of their relationship. They're but, very close. And you could probably speak to this like, you get asked questions about people who are near and dear to you. Some people who you work with on Housewives are definitely just like co-workers, right? Yes. But there are people like Melissa who are like actually family and like you care about your relationship with them. That's really hard to navigate like in the public space. I don't have that much experience on it because like if I know you, I'll ride or die for you. And if I don't know you, yes. like I don't care. So I can't speak to it because I don't know how close they are. But if you're saying they're as close, then it's actually not a cool thing to do. I actually thought, but he was making a joke. Like if yeah. he made that joke about me, you know, something she's, she's, well, Listen, she's a cheater on Ozempic or something like that. Ooh. You know what I mean? I would have been like, Jeff, what the hell? I, I would have. Would you be mad?
3: Not that mad. I don't think you. I don't mad think mad I would have been that calling.
2: mad. I think I would have tweeted, no. Jeff, I'm going to kick your ass when I come right. on the.
3: But thing, you I know. guess.
2: It also depends on the recipient. Like you're really the type of person who can take a joke. I feel like that's one of your better qualities. Like yeah, you laugh thank at you. yourself. I you poke, really can. You poke fun at yes. people. So was so was that bad business? Or good oh, it's business. good business. Like everyone's Definitely talking about Jeff Lewis. Business. It's show business. It's, it's show business. business. It's show, business. What, show business is a totally different kind. Yes, of in the work that we do, like if people are talking about you, good or bad rising tides raise all ships. That It's good. Yes. It's good yes. for business. I mean, it's I good. think he is absolutely the funniest. I mean, and he says stuff, but he's always, if he hurts somebody, he apologizes. Yeah, yes. he's like a human. I feel like that's why the Bravo universe really likes him. He's very out of pocket and he says things a lot of people are thinking. Yes, he absolutely does. Now, speaking of bad business, good business, Lizzo. Oh. Oh, oh,
3: oh, oh, oh. She
2: is canceled in a big way.
3: Yeah. I have so many Where people thoughts. People are on coming this. out of it.
2: What happened, Lex, when we read well, this so morning? now
3: she's out of consideration for the halftime show for the Super Bowl. Oh,
2: I didn't even know she was being yeah, considered. Yeah, she was
3: being considered. So booted, now she's totally it out, out of the running. Mm. Now, this is my thing. I have so many feelings because everyone is like, oh my God, well, Lizzie's done now. How could she be, you know, not body positive? just because you assume a character doesn't mean that's who you really are. Yeah, and but that's why I
2: think the fallout is, is so bad for Lizzo when it turns out like your public persona and who you are behind closed doors are not congruous with one another. That yes. I feel like is most shocking for people. Like if she had been like, you know, Like her kind of, this this is what we were saying on the toast, very similar to Ellen. Yes. Yes. Ellen's whole brand was kindness, charity, positivity. And And we know that fell fast. Right. So when it's so opposite of what you're putting out, I think the fallout is much worse. And that's what I think we're kind of experiencing with Lizzo. But like the example we used on the toast, Miranda Lambert. Like she- got in trouble. She was kind of nasty to some people who what, were at her we, show. We think but that's it, her brand. She's like a bitch and she's a bad bitch and she doesn't yes. care. So nobody really gave a shit. There was no fallout. People were dropping know. her. I didn't find it so upsetting what she said. I'm going to be honest with you. I get upset when I'm at a concert myself that no one's in the moment. Yeah. The me, myself, I get upset about that. I do think. I don't think I would have called someone out no, from the stage. No, I wouldn't have either. I wouldn't at the have end stopped the, day, the song. The customer's always right. And yes, et cetera. I agree. But it's definitely, I'm scared to say this because I don't mean it in a way, but I feel like, Cause I disagree with you. And I think it's a generational thing. Yes. Yes. I'm not offended that you're age shaming me. <laughs> no, <I'm not laughs> you're going to get a spanking later. I'm no, just saying ahead. like, I firmly believe like you can be fully present and really enjoying while also creating content. Cause that's what I do my whole life. Yes. So yes. I, and I know that there are people who look down on it and I totally understand. No, I love the content creation. I understand the POV, like just enjoy, put your phone down. But for me, like I am going back and rewatching. I literally went to a concert on Saturday night and i watched the videos like five times. Like I really fully like relive those moments. And I had such a great time at the concert. And I don't think that like capturing it on social media affected that in any way. No, no, no. But you were videoing her. They were videoing themselves. I mean, that's just that's a whole tacky. Thing. Yes. They were videoing themselves. I think yeah. it was different. If they were just videoing her, I, I think it would have been different. They were like. Pay, taking pictures of themselves, not I, yeah. in the moment. No, I mean, I definitely do that. I can't lie. Like, I take pictures of myself and videos of myself at, at concerts. And I get why it's, if I was front row, I probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's important to have, like, social you graces. know, graces mm-hmm. and just awareness. Yes. So I probably wouldn't have done that. There's certain concert behavior. But I'm also a performer. Like, when I do stand-up, like, yes. stand-up's very you different. Are. You are a yes. performer. Stand-up is different than concerts because, you know, there's real rules at stand-up. It's like phones really aren't allowed. Photos, video, recording, all that stuff. So it's less of an issue because there's a clear line right and wrong. Like if you're filming, you know, 25 minutes of my set. On Broadway, you're not allowed to take out your phone. So there are rules. Concerts are kind of balls to the wall, you know, live your best life. There's no rules, really. So maybe Miranda Mm -hmm. Lambert moving forward has to make an announcement at the beginning of her concert and just say is like... You know, be mindful. Be mindful. Yeah. I don't, you know, your phone, it's distracting to me. Yeah. I want you to enjoy the moment. We'll do a little, you know, phone moment. I think yeah. Miranda Lambert has to be clear with her rules. Yeah, but that's the thing with Miranda Lambert. Like, she's kind of the bad gal of country. Yes. So yes. her lashing out, it didn't really affect her career in any no, way. Not no, not at all. Not but at Lizzo at all. is like the good girl of the universe, mm. acceptance and love for all. And then she's out here calling people fat and yeah, the, you know, shoving mean, vaginas you know, that's with a, bananas. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. what is the, Yeah. Tell know. me the exact banana details. She made someone eat the banana that was up someone's vagina. They went to like a sex show in Amsterdam. Yeah, Like yes. this type of behavior is very common. And I believe there was a banana in an orifice, a vaginal orifice. And part of like the show is interactive. And Lizzo kind of forced one of the dancers allegedly to pull it out. Oh, pull out the banana of the orifice because they were there. <laughs> now, okay, listen. I mean, if you're at that sex show anyway... And you're going along with it. Did she force the person? Are you an adult show, and not drugs. You're an adult and not drunk. Well, I feel like this also begs the question that you guys can really speak of because you guys are, yeah, and, coworkers, and Lexi, but you're yes. also best friends. We are best friends, yes. and, and there's a complicated alternative. Do you guys have a great thing going on? We yes. have a great thing. We're together yes. 15 years, but there is a, a side where like it can you can cross lines.
3: Yes, you and can. And that's cross I think lines. what happened on tour with Lizzo. You know, you could cross lines if you've got no fucking bulls in the moment that's yes, the issue. that's what it like, is. if, if Lexi... the dancer didn't like it, she should immediately have said in that moment, I'm not I'm doing gonna leave. it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going do, to I'm leave. I'm just going to leave. But then there should also not be any consequences for her not doing that and not be bullied the next day. Right, but exactly. If, we, if, if
2: now what we, like, know about Lizzo and she's kind of, like, this authoritarian and kind of wields her power not in a good way, it probably isn't a safe space where I can be like, Lizzo, actually, I don't want to pull this banana out of the yes. vagina. Like, would be, like, it gross. It doesn't feel like they're... I'm there's not a, a power imbalance, balance. Exactly. too. Like she's in charge. She's she's the star. is. Yeah. See, I don't feel like it's the type of environment where I'm it's not like, like that. I'm not comfortable. No. I want to bounce. Like, I don't think no. you can really say that to Lizzo. Based like on what I, we're learning. You know, like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of times I want to bounce. Right, yeah, right. And I'm like, i like, get, get your ass back And, I, and Lexi's like, let's do And I'm like, I got to go home. I'm tired. <laughs> do you guys fight? Uh, no. no. I think like, you boss me around more than I boss you around. Yeah. I, Only yeah. because I listen better. We also, I don't really ask a lot. Of, I don't. I'm not very. Yeah, you know, I ask Lexi's opinion on a lot of stuff. I I have a hard yeah. time making a move without an opinion. You know, from you're you. not stubborn at all. You're no. very
3: easygoing, go with the flow, can like no ego at all. I'm a little more bitchy and stubborn. No, this I think good. I yeah. think
2: also certain things I'll dig my heels in, but the things I dig my heels in on are a little bit petty. Oh, yeah. I understand <laughs> that. I understand that. I have petty heel digging in, mm-hmm. but stuff like that. I'm not like, oh, you're gonna be so. I'm not that person. Right. The only person who's ever gonna be sorry is probably my husband. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. 100%. You know when he when he annoys me. But
3: this, <gasps> That's you know, but this, one.
2: Yeah, but this this whole Lizzo thing, yeah, it's very interesting. I bet you there are a lot of people who have a public persona that's much different, much than, different than who they really are. Yeah. Lizzo is a disappointment. I feel like the at first, the first thing that came out, I was like, oh, is this a money grab? But right. too, too many people. Yeah. I just feel like in the age of social media, it's really hard for celebrities now to be so different behind closed doors than they are, you know, publicly. I feel like, you know, every time somebody interacts with a celebrity, they make a TikTok about it. So pretty much, you know, we've we've exposed all the people who are exposed. That's why things like this with Lizzo are so shocking because it doesn't really happen that much anymore. No. And it's we like know not, everything. are we not allowed we to
3: listen to the music anymore? Like, you know, it's so sad because R. Kelly mm-hmm. is the most despicable human mm-hmm. of all time. But to give up R. Kelly music is very difficult. Yeah, I completely agree. One thing I don't think with, with Lizzo, I'm still going to
2: continue to listen. Like a bop yes. is a bop and I'm going to, you know, pop my pussy yes. when I want to pop my pussy. But the thing with Lizzo is like, okay, what they're accusing her of being like a bitch, you know? R. Kelly is different because he's a criminal. He's a, yes, criminal, he's a criminal. A
3: despicable human and being. so that
2: I I don't feel comfortable listening, even though, you know, I'm What the about Michael greatest, Jackson? Controversial. Mm. Controversial. Because I feel like, you know, it's really interesting where, Where people create like lines for themselves in cancel culture, and I think when it came to R. Kelly, everybody was like, "We are not listening anymore." Like we stand with those girls, and people had a much harder time letting go of Michael Jackson. I think a lot of people like it's if somebody were to play an R. Kelly song at like a wedding or a bar mitzvah. No, 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 not everyone would be like, "Uh, "No, no." But we still Michael Jackson. We still dance to Michael Jackson. I don't know know what it is. You know, Michael Jackson can't let go of Michael. You know, ABC one two three. He was a little kid. It's about. That was, yeah. you know, that was, before, that was before he was older and having kids at Neverland. But I also think, that yeah. was, you know, that mm-hmm. was before he was doing anything wrong. I feel like there are a lot of people who don't believe Michael Jackson to have been that person. But with R. Kelly, it was very much like, yeah, I put R. Kelly in the category with like Harvey Weinstein, like 100 yes. percent. Goodbye. You're out of yeah, here. Jailed for life.
3: Gross. People
2: have a really hard time. And I think it's because a lot of people grew up with him and loved him. People have a really hard time letting go of Michael Jackson. Yes, I agree. It, it is very hard. I, I don't. G- I know, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. And I... I don't, <laughs> but some people really do. But I also yeah. was a little. I, I was Michael Jackson was a little bit before my time. He was. He, was he wasn't like in when I was growing up. Like in yeah, he, he was, was like a very big, much of big, my time. Very right, much big in my, the eighties for yes, me. Yes, right, very album. big of my time. So I don't feel that connection. Like I don't need. It's I like Stan. It's not like I'm gonna die if I don't hear his music again. Right, it's not right, like he's yes. Stevie Nicks to me. Oh, is that who's Stevie like your Nicks number is, one? Stevie Nicks is timeless. So you're not a Stevie Nicks lover? Did your parents not listen to Stevie Nicks? So I'm familiar. I, and I love Fleetwood Mac. I love I love Fleetwood Mac. That's not, I, I, I don't think I would, you know, go to a concert. I, I, oh my, you oh, don't know what so you're missing. No, There's I, people of all ages there, Claudia. No, my son it. My son is, how old are you? 29? 29. Okay, my son's 27. Loves a good Fleetwood Mac. I, I respect, I respect. It's just not who I like die for. I'm, I'm a Taylor Swift girl. Yes. I, I know, but yes. the reason I'm happy you love Taylor Swift, and I just want to talk about Taylor Swift. She is a singer-songwriter mm-hmm. type of music. For a younger yes. person. And that's why I can appreciate it. Very similar to Stevie Nicks. I think Stevie Nicks just last week at a concert was talking about how much she loves Taylor Swift songwriting. Yes, and how it because, you know, there is her. something
3: that's like timeless. about yep.
2: a, a Taylor Swift and
3: her. Yes. Views. And I, I, I agree. Have said, And I'll say this here and I know it could get based. I have said publicly multiple times that she is, in my opinion, slightly overrated. I but said that a few times. But, but now, I'm, I'm taken it back. This is disgusting. I, yeah, and we, I know we, we've taken us, it so back. it's not a personal attack. And we're taking it back because again, this week she made headlines again because she obviously, everyone knows that she gifted all the truck drivers $100,000 each. Mm-hmm. Came out now that the total of all the bonuses for everyone on her tour was $55 million. Yeah. Yeah. She's a
2: good person. That's my She's queen. a good person. She's yeah. a good person. She's and an, she played in the rain. Unbelievable businesswoman. Like, There are so many things about her business I feel like a lot of people don't even know that are so impressive from the very start, from the second she started making money. And she totally came into it at like an advantage because her dad worked in finance. So the second she started making money, they were investing. They were buying real real estate. They own, she owns like a bunch of hangers in Nashville because she started getting rich. She started flying private. She bought hangers. Huge stars like Keith Urban, Eric Church, they all pay Taylor Swift to use her airport hangar like she's just really smart she she's is. like on a 150 million dollar uh, real estate portfolio there's so many elements of her business that i think a lot of people whatever sort of why, business you're in why is she in, single why is she single that's a good question this i, mean, is what because, I men know. Afraid. because men are intimidated it's, are I think they it's, afraid they're going to write a song about her i think it's very this, tough to date someone that powerful I think so, too. She, and so she was she wanted to date a regular, confident guy. I don't you know. You can't date someone in the public eye. It, it's tough. I think her her last relationship was a good example of somebody who was in the public eye, but who wasn't he was you know, accustomed to fame, but not you know, even remotely at her level. So it wasn't that foreign, but definitely
3: dating her, you know. You might he was you exposed to date someone in finance. Well, I was like, maybe this guy Bo. from the 1975 yes. is good because he's English. But right. But he's had, you know, I happen to love the 1975 and I've seen them many times the, from close to my hometown. Mm-hmm. But his parents are soap actors from England. He's a very hometown boy. I felt like you could be a little problematic for her.
2: Yeah, the thing is with Taylor is I never, like if that was me, if I was Taylor Swift, I was this gorgeous, successful, mega, like you would not catch me dating some of these guys only because like you could do better. Like and I, I would be out here. I'm like, I want to date Tom Brady. Like she goes for such random choices, like people who I don't really find attractive. I'm like, be more obvious, girlfriend. Like go Brad Pitt. Like you yeah. have anyone yes, in the world? Yes, anyone? Pitt. I and you have love this, like, Brad skinny Pitt. Skinny British yeah. guy. Like
3: come on. I like, would literally find a billionaires list and just pick off one, one by, by one. by one. hundred percent. There's nothing wrong with that.
2: Like yeah. she has really has unlimited options. I don't think there's anybody who wouldn't want to go on a date with Taylor Swift. Yeah. And I just feel like the guy she chooses is like not who I would choose.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you.
2: You know, listen, it's it's interesting what makes people attracted to it's each other. It's true. It's very, very interesting. Yes, yeah. but a Brad Pitt, so handsome. You see, so it's
3: handy. funny as well because when you think like the perfect match, like Beyonce and Jay-Z, mm-hmm. I just went to the Beyonce concert. Lexi obsessed with the Beyonce. Was it amazing? The <laughs> Beyonce, I call her. It was like I had an... Earth Shattering Experience. She's an it was, Earth Angel. She was so grateful. To I mean, this is, who mm-hmm. this is all
2: I've heard about since Lex. I declined to go to Beyonce because I wanted to stay in the Hamptons. Mm. Lexi left early. Our little yep. vacay. I hopped she, it out of there. She hopped it out of there. Went to Beyonce. Everybody who has gone to this concert says, says it's, it's life changing, yep. including religious, Oprah. Yeah, religious experience. the same night. This obviously means something. Yeah, now, and did it you was a, go to Beyonce? I didn't. So I. Probably wouldn't have paid for my own tickets. But if somebody had like offered me one, I would have went. I just hate to take a ticket from someone who really wants to be there. Like I love respect. I understand. I'm just not a huge fan of the music in particular. So I would hate to like take a ticket away from somebody who's like dying to be there, you
3: know? Yeah, I would say everyone was dying to be there. But it's kind it of how like crazy. Taylor Swift. Like I would get same. annoyed
2: when I would see someone at Taylor Swift who didn't know any words. It's like you took a ticket away from someone who really wants to fucking be there. Yes. So with Beyonce, it's the same thing. It's like, let someone go in my stead who's like literally going to cry. Like I cried at Taylor Swift. That's, that's the way Lexi felt at Beyonce. They were yes. so, ex- everybody was so thrilled that the show she said she was humble. Lex, I mean, you She know. was,
3: she was humble. She was grateful. Like the artistry, how much went into it. The same for Taylor. Like how much just goes into every set. But the interesting, like Blue came on uh-huh. and danced, which was really a magnificent moment. And you could tell that she's raised her daughter to be like a strong woman and like appreciate that she's put it on a show that people pay for a ticket rather than like a celebrity child, right. like ne- the bear Nepo a baby, yeah. you know? So it was cool. But, you know, maybe Taylor Swift needs like a Jay-Z, you know, maybe that's yeah, but what the she's got to do. Beyonce and Jay-Z be-
2: became Beyonce and Jay-Z together. Like when they, yeah, made, they were both like famous, but not what they are now, moguls. True. Um, so it's tough because she's already there. Yes, it's yeah, true. And who, well, gonna who's gonna to...
3: single and already there in the country scene? I... No one really. I don't no, no, no. know. It's tough to be that powerful, and you
2: know. Are you a Chris Stapleton fan? I love. I love, love Chris Stapleton. And you Dapleton. know what I love Is about him so most. Man, like- I love he how much he his loves wife. his wife. He does. He loves <gasps> yes. his wife so much. That's to the me, way I feel. the most attractive thing in a person is like them being loyal, ride or die for the... And now once I say this, I'm sure somebody is going to be like, I saw him in a hotel once. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, I don't want to hear about Chris Stapleton. I die at, for him. You know, she's on every stage. She I is. love how much he loves his I wife. I feel the same yes. way. To me, that's like the hottest thing. That's why I loved uh, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. Yep. Yes. And not saying that they haven't had their issues, no, but I am obsessed with them. I just love people who like respect and that's what I like love about Mark Q. Cuban. He's so loyal to his wife. And when you get to a position like that as a man, like it's so easy. That's why we're always talking about like what do you guys look mention, okay. what do you guys look at each other like? I that? mean, listen, I don't want to get in trouble about Mark Cuban, but <gasps> I've seen you know no! I don't what? want to be spreading rumors about Mark Cuban, well, but I'll Lexi and you I have been it. out in Las Vegas before. We, and we've seen Mark Cuban, not with Mrs. Cuban. With a few well wow. to
3: wannabe Cubans. Wannabe wow. Cubans.
2: Wow. <laughs> well little mini yeah. Cubans. Yeah. But, but that that you know. But I'm not saying he was doing it. No, but these girls were Who hot, knows. right? And when you get to yeah. like the position were with him, of like I mean, that, and you're so powerful, you know, and he so was wealthy. out. It was a very dark, right, little area that, corner. That, you know, the... Lexi and Marge were out at. You know, right. yeah. we're late night girls, since so I don't, and we hang around. You know, late night places. I releases. can't believe you've been a housewife for how many years? It will be seven. And you don't drink. Like how? I know. is that not impossible? Do you believe that I don't drink? I feel like. It would lead you to drink first of I all. I mean, it could lead me to do a lot of things. Every I event throw, it's led me to throw drinks. Is like liquor, like a liquor, like a liquor, liquor, liquor. I know, like, I know, but that's why I came out with that mocktail. No, life. which is I know, which fabulous, which is amazing. I just can't believe you haven't been, you know, forced. I, they don't force you to drink. No, I mean I know, in terms I know. of, but like, mentally, but like, mentally like, exactly, extra stress. You know, well, you well, I you
3: mean, you have a willpower, like no other. It's well, not I mean, a willpower very... for
2: certain things, not drinking, <sighs> and you know, misbe, you know, certain. But you have a very
3: self. But like you're very self-aware and very self, like you're solid in yourself. No, I'm like, solid in my in my. Swayed.
2: No, I don't get swayed. And I, I think it takes. Yeah, I, I do not cave to peer pressure. If yeah. I believe something and. I have a, a very strong conviction. You're principled. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm principled in my, in my beliefs. I don't expect everyone to think what I think, yeah. but I'm not going to go with the masses. Right. I'm not going to cave. I'm not going to do something just because everyone says it's the right thing to do. I understand. And everybody's following that little path. And, you know, I, I have my own strong belief system, including I'll go against my own husband if he doesn't believe what I believe. 100%. Are you the same way? Yes. You know, yes. there's there's certain things Joe and I don't agree on and and never the twain shall meet. I mean, well, no yes, yes, yes. But I'm very like behind closed doors like I will rip you apart. Yes, like, I will tell you what I think. But like out in the world, even if Ben's wrong, I will defend you till I die. No, and I'll, I'll tell won't. you when we get home how wrong you are. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm not going to cause the scene. And pub- right. well, I did. I mean, scream at him very publicly once he did something very hurtful. <sighs> because he doesn't explain himself correctly. But mm. I am not going to publicly, you know, shame him. Right. Look, you we're know. a unified front. Yes, we're yes. a unified front. But certain times, you know, I could really I understand. understand. Do, now, do
3: you ever complain to your sisters? Because you guys are so close. Like, we're only children. So mm-hmm. this is so interesting to me. Because I feel like I bitch to Marge about, like, my now ex-husband, mm-hmm. and then it forever changes the way that person looks. So do you have a bitch to your sisters about Ben and then like, fuck, I wish I never said that.
2: I do, but I don't ever wish that I, don't, I didn't say it because, you know, three out of four of my sisters are married. Like they get, yes. you can be mad and then I don't, Ben's never done anything that I would, you know, tell them that would change the way they look at him. Yes. So I don't feel like, like I need to be cautious around what I say, because at the end of the day, like what I love about my family is like we treat our significant, our sister's significant others like family. And with family, like you forgive and you forget. Yes. yes. So I never feel like I need to be, you know, cautious or sh- only share certain things because I don't want to change how people see Ben because we're family and that's what family is. Like you see the ugly and you see the good. No, I absolutely agree. I you know, it's very, very funny, but I don't know if I feel that way. I don't always want to know with my kids, uh, spouses mm, or significant. Oh, is yes. it See, different? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. Yeah. You get very protective over your children. Yeah. I think it's when there's significant other does, does something. something wrong. So you don't want to know every single that's thing. That's interesting. I could be very, I I am probably the best mother-in-law you could have, but if something really bad happened, I could probably be your worst. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yes. totally see yeah. that being yeah. the reality. Yeah,
3: you, you nailed it. I'm very That's protective
2: you. of my kids. I don't want to get in the middle of anything, certain things I don't want to know. But you will. But but if, yes, <laughs> right. Right. exactly. But if something really bad happened, I, I'll bring up something that happened. You know, Joey's first fiance, and thank God, he, yes. Joe's son is meant to be with his fiance, who he's with now. We're having the wedding soon and it's going to be great. And he has a great, you know, the woman he's marrying is who he's meant to marry. And she's a doll and we love her. But his first fiance, I knew right away, <gasps> this girl, not for mm-hmm. us, you know, where she, not that, you know, Joe and I were much more successful. You know, when she came to the house, she was like, not this house. We were different. House. She was like, oh, da da and you know, immediately like pushing for things and the, and she wanted to get engaged mm. and he wasn't ready yet, but mm. she insisted and she wanted this huge, tremendous wedding. And we had gone to see the space and we went with her and her father and everything else. And she wanted like, you know, a ton of people. And Joe was said to the father, you know, you know, we'll split the bill. Right. We'll split it. We were nice. Oh, we're going to split wedding the planning, bill. The wedding planning, money is the so, wedding awkward. And so then, awkward. And then she calls up. She goes, my father's only giving us $10,000. we are like, this is like a $100,000. Right. And she was just, my father's only giving 10000 I said, well, then, cut, you know, I said, you know, cut your list because she's inviting kids, this, mm-hmm. that, she said, she's she goes, well, you have to cut your list. She tells me I have Yikes. to cut my list. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we're mm-hmm. footing the bill. And I said, did you ever hear he who holds the gold makes the rules? Mm-hmm. That's what I said to her. I said, Joe, this isn't going to work for me. And, and just
3: like that, she was gone. And just like right?
2: that, I was I just said to Joe, I said, something's with this girl. And I said to Joey, I said, something's with her a little bit. And then, you know, we were talking. It was a Father's Day weekend. And I just wanted. I'll try and make quick. I said, Joe was like, you know, she's saying they're going to have kids. And she says to my husband, there'll never be another Joe Benigno. Ooh, you know, we're not naming Ooh. after, you know, like a real bitch. Ooh. And Joe goes, my Joe goes, there will always be. Another Joe Benigno. It's like an episode Even of Mom, <laughs> Lives, <again. laughs> of Mom <laughs> Lives. He goes, if you, I don't care what you name that kid, when he oh. comes to our house, he'll be Joey. Again, he goes, my father was Joe. Wow. My, my cousin is Joe. He goes, my son is Joe, Joseph Anthony. He goes, and when you have a child, he will be a Joseph. It was just, and, uh, oh and Joe God. and I were like, this girl, no good. So eventually we did away with her. Right. I mean, she's Wedding not buried in the terrible. backyard at all. Yeah, sure. But. <laughs> no <laughs> one come to my house with a shovel <laughs> no but I was gonna say it's like we realize you know don't don't get in our beds. you know right. what it is with our kids we're like don't be abusive to our, you know what I mean yeah. when we saw something bad we had to say something yeah, I was like I didn't want them to figure it out so wedding, I think it's hard to share a lot with your parents it is but also just wedding planning is one of the most horrible the most experiences stressful. and if you can make it through that like you're set for life people are always like the first year of marriage is so hard I'm like really I think it was amazing wedding planning was horrible horrible
4: So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. You'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
2: Let's talk about one other good business, bad business thing. Elon Musk and who else? This is
3: my favorite. Two more, yes.
2: Two Mark and uh, Zuckerberg Mark Zuckerberg
3: and Elon Musk. Now, Elon the Musk. the two wealthiest people. Moronic. Yes. What are it's they doing? D- well, this is the thing that gets me. These are the cage two fighting? most influential men that control like social media, yep. which is where all opinions are shed, which is where people get their news yeah, these back days. To work. Yes. Like, what, what are these is two of you guys? Doing? Mark in- Zuckerberg got Dana White involved to actually like schedule an official cage fight. I just want to say it's moronic.
2: However. If I can't wait fight, to watch. I will be hosting a party. I'm going to put like a thousand dollars on Elon Musk. Like I, literally... you think Elon Musk is going to win? I do. I don't know. He's so white and pasty. He, said he threw his. So, back. Have you seen Mark Zuckerberg? Whiter yes. and pastier. I know, but he's wiry. He is. I mean, they're both Long like reach. so like Long I reach. do Krav Maga. Like yes. they're both like I'm martial arts. They're both moronic. Like how two people could be so smart and so dumb is shocking. It would be the weirdest. Like I would feel physical pain, like cringing. Watching I mean, right. I, I just think this is where does this world come to? No, I know. When it's like you literally run two of the most powerful big companies in the world. Like get back to work. I but uh, yeah, so We're gonna do a cage fight. I think it's a hyster- but if it's for charity. Yeah, I think they said they were gonna get yeah. like a hundred million dollars. So that's fabulous. I like that. Yes. And I just wanna say, like, I will be watching. I can't oh, stress that enough. Absolutely. I know. So is this the way we're gonna settle all fights now? We're gonna do a cage fight. I think I need to see you in tree. Tree, in, a, be a tree in a cage and we just need to oh she would kick my ass I mean <laughs> that's a given <laughs> yeah, I mean a body she was a bodybuilder she was a bodybuilder I mean that's never happening I mean I, yeah, that I mean I guess in a in a physical war, fight in a, war, in a war, of war words in a war of words yes. in, in, yes. in, in a cage in a fist. In a, fight, in a war, oh you my be, god yeah, forget yeah. it in two, seconds, in two seconds two seconds I am not you know I am not a physical fighter which housewife in your current franchise could you take I don't know. I don't I don't even know if I should announce that because I'll probably get in trouble. Oh, right, right. I could probably get in trouble. But when it comes to me, Teresa, Teresa could totally kick kick my ass. It's good that you know that. So you never, you know, start with Well, I mean, I you know, I'm not someone who's like a physical fighter. Right. I mean she does have a history. You know, yeah. that's it. I mean, it could go yes. quickly. It could go very quickly. But yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if that's anything to be proud of it. I wouldn't. I would uh, agree. You know, I, I mean, I don't think I'm, you know, out in the streets fighting. I'm not a I'm good not to set for your daughters. No, no, Poor no. Daughters. And I'm not a street fighter. No, I don't no. think it's good for my business. I, I do have I have beautiful veneers. I would, I'm, I mean, oh, I so just yes. I don't want to hurt my face. No, you just got that facelift. It's yes, good. I don't I don't oh, think it's that's bad business. Yes. I mean, I yes. You could have a dance battle.
3: A dance battle might be better. that.
2: That. We could do a dance
3: battle. Housewives Dance Battle would be a great show. Mm-hmm.
2: Ha- housewives Dance Battle would be an amazing show. I would
3: show. love to see Ramona I mean, on I that. would we love do. to
2: do Hollywood Squares. Remember oh. Hollywood... Did you ever watch... Ho- no. God, I'm really down to There used to be a show called Hollywood Squares. I feel like I've heard of it. And it's great. And you, and you would have like, you know, a you'd be tic-tac-toe. Yeah? So some right. housewives wouldn't probably even do well on that but because uh. they couldn't figure it out. But I'm saying Hollywood Squares and and I would always... I'd like to be the center square. Yes. And, you know, people would... Uh, uh, do you Little games, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know the way Andy always plays a tic tac toe. But you do the Hollywood squares. That would be a nice show. That'd, I'd, I'd like to bring back a good game show. I love a game show. Me and Ben are always watching Family Feud. I watched Family Feud the other night. Have you ever been on? They always do like celebrity housewives. They did it the other night. They did it uh, with Tamra the other oh, day. You, you know, need to Tamra, do it. I'd love to do Family Feud, but I'm going to tell you, sometimes the uh, answers are repetitive. No, sometimes I, they're dumb as fuck. Like, they I'm are. Like, Who I was are they annoying. surveying morons? I know. I was really upset. I was watching Family Feud the other night. I, with, with Steve, Harper, there was a family that was really winning. And <laughs> I was really upset because some of the uh, things were repetitive. Yeah. And like they said, the, uh, you know, a th- uh, hundred women were serving, and they said, you know, no other woman's, uh, you know, blank is better than mine. So one was cooking, of course, right? cooking. And then. And then the uh, the you know it was at the end the, like the one said no woman kisses better than me whatever but the other second answer was baking well cooking and baking it's are so way too true. similar that's and bullshit you know I wouldn't think I could say that the questions are very suggestive it's supposed to be like a family friendly show but like yeah. Steve is always there like wiggling his mustache being very suggestive mm-hmm. very sexy oh yeah it was like what you know something was about what what do you find that's disgusting like in a hotel room use one the answer was use condoms. Ooh you know, dirty carpet, uh, stained sheets.
3: Ugh. I mean, you have to imagine some of the answers to these questions when they ask the public, like, I'll never forget one of them in England because we have the show in England, too, when I was, who was younger. it in England? It was Matthew Kelly for a little while, but I don't know who does it now. Mm. We don't know who that is. Yeah, we no, don't. he did Stars in Your Eyes, another game show that needs Stars to Stars in Your Eyes. We need to talk about that separately <laughs> because we could bring that here. No one's brought it here. But they said, "What um, name something that's red. And one of the answers was my sweater. One of the women <laughs> was wearing a red sweater. Wait,
2: what? And she
3: said, my sweater. <laughs> I mean, how would anybody
2: even like, know that? Ha- this is so this is the
3: moronic people we're dealing with, though, yeah. in this game yeah. show world.
2: Moronic. I know. it's. I think it's extremely hard, I you agree. know, and I, and I just can't handle it. But you need to, need to go on. I need to go on Family Feud. But sometimes I, you know, I don't go as quickly as I should because no, I I can't think like the general public. So let me tell you, I watch all the time. I'm like, you guys I are think dumb. Like I'm smart. I need to go on the show. But just, we don't think like everybody else. No, That's so then the literally problem. maybe a month ago I did a... Uh, a content shoot with built credit card and they had like this little game. It was basically family feud, and I was the contestant. Let me tell you it was the hardest thing ever. I did so bad. It's not as easy as it looks. No, it's not. Because yeah. we don't think like everybody else. When no, you're in front of a live studio audience and it's very high energy and it's, you know, a lot of anticipation. It's not as easy. It's easy to critique sitting at home on your couch. It is. And I was watching it late
3: night the other night and it right. was it
2: was very, very rough. And it's so and, you good. know, and I and I would love to do a good game.
3: Show. Yeah, you should. Okay, uh, so stars in your eyes, I'm gonna give you the quick pitch because I want to <laughs> ask you guys who you would do. Okay. Based Basically, they take a person, and then you give clues. You go be- behind the doors. The smoke comes out, and you come out as the celebrity mm. and perform as that celebrity. That's hard. That's very hard. Oh, perform as the celebrity, mm-hmm. and you have to have the person in guess. costume. In so costume, so people are guessing. In and then you come out in costume and perform as that person, and then you get rated. It's actually on a really your performance. kind of good
2: concept for that a is. reality. I mean, a
3: game show. It's so good. You have to guess before they go through the doors who you think you're going to be, and then you go tonight, Matthew. I'm going to be Casey Musgraves or whatever. It's very good. You two would be good. So who would you be? Oh, I mean, why'd you just ask me? I have to think of who I'd
2: be. be, I could be be Stevie Nicks, Mm. though I can't sing like Stevie Nicks. I usually, wait, I can't. I'm not, you know, you saw me. We've done karaoke (laughs) together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're a very good karaoke. And Lexi I did do a Stevie Nicks song. We did. We We did did Tom Petty and Stevie Nicks. You know the way I feel about Stevie Nicks. Who else could I be? I could be Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees. (laughs) <laughs> wow. I Pulled that out of her back pocket. I pulled that. You out. Thought about I that way too much. Yeah, I know. I just thought about. It. Who would you be? Who would I be? Hmm. It's a, a tough one. You know, I love the Bee Gees. Do you love the Bee Gees? Unfamiliar. Sing me. Like I'm gonna most, die. Ooh. Sing me right their most now. Popular Ooh. song. Oh Becoming my god! Over. I'm gonna do it. Sing. How deep is your love? When? Uh, okay. Uh, I know the. Uh, Rihanna. Uh, uh, alive. Oh yeah. Alive, alive. Front uh, of Saturday Night uh, Fever. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. So who would you be? Taylor Swift or Luke Combs? Oh, my God. I am like, literally, we might, next time we're together, I'm going to have to play you You some older music from the 70s. I'm going to make you the Marge's playlist. I would love that. I think everybody on this podcast, I'm going to have to make you the Marge's playlist because the 70s was a good time. Yes, it was. I mean, granted, you were not even a thought. I wasn't. I know. But I feel like what music did you listen? Did your parents listen to growing up? Did you have to listen to their stations? Yeah, kind of like I grew up in the iTunes era. So like we had our own like we finally got a computer for the kids. We were like downloading like Napster, stealing music. So, yes, I grew up like listening to like our own music, Walkman, iPad Energy, iPod Energy. Excuse me. So I was curating my own playlist from a very young age. So I wasn't like forced, but there was a lot of like the mamas and the papas, the carpenters in my house. Oh, Gypsy Kings. I love the Gypsy Kings. I love the Gypsy Kings. They're amazing. The Gypsy Kings. It's a mouthful. It is. It is a mouthful. Well, Claudia, I just want to say, what we've learned here today is I am significantly older than you. <laughs> we do not relate on a lot of things where I'm going to make you a playlist. You please. OK, we agree on a lot of things, though. A with lot the good of things. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. And some unfinished business
2: and some unfinished business. But the business, what we do have is that we're both in show business. Yep. And that, you know, that we are who we are in public mm-hmm. and behind closed doors. Yes. I can we haven't had any that. sex scandals. Not yet. Not yet. Not um, yet. I just need to go to the gym a little bit and then I'm going to start make own sex tape. Okay, yeah. good. I good. think that's like what that. I need. I'm not gonna watch it. Is that Please what's next? Do. Please. No, 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 no. It's like watching my child. I kind of <laughs> oh, like, I, I, I do not want fair. to think of you having. Sex. I'll send You're you a, like copy a nice anyway. sweet little thing. What? I'll send you a PR box with my sex
3: tape. That's in it. Just, it. okay. Signed, just in case. Just in case. Signed, just of course. Case. Signed, signed.
2: Sign. Me, don't ever. So I'm aside only... from
3: a sex tape, what's next on the agenda for you? Yes. Tell everybody what's next on the agenda. Do, when are you
2: going on tour again? Another book? What's my happening? My comedy
3: special will be out soon. Oh, I'm very I can't excited wait. about
2: that. And yeah, I'm going to be on tour again probably next year. And I'm just going to continue being, you know, the annoying rat that I am on my podcast and the annoying girl on social media that everybody wants to block, you know? I love it. I well, love that. That's, that's, that's the so best. Me. I love following you. That's so you. I love All you. Right. So Caviar Dreamers, follow Claudia. At the toast. Yep. Every, every day. You get to hear her, Monday, see her. Friday. Okay. And where else should they find? Everybody I mean, knows where everybody you. Girl with no job. Growing no job. God with no job. The Toast Podcast, TikTok, Instagram, all the places. All the places. All right. Everybody. Thanks, Caviar Dreamers. Thanks, Dreamers.
1: Thanks.
3: Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at the real Margaret Josephs and me at the life of Mrs. B and the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget.
2: Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar Caviar Dreamers. Dreamers.